Welcome back. We are in the Annotate Agency Studios. Um, before we get stuck into this amazing episode, please remember to like and subscribe. Um, it goes a very long way for spreading the episodes and um, yeah, it really, really means a lot and any feedback as well, just hit me up. So yeah, thank you so much for anyone who's listened so far. I'm super excited to welcome my guest today, Ryan Griffin, founder of 1957 Barry one of the best up-and-coming clothing labels in Melbourne, for sure, and all-around great guy. So thanks, Ryan. Thanks for coming on, man, and giving up your time. Thank you, mate. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm, <laughs> <excited>. <laughs> well, I'm sure those nerves will wash away, mate, um, when people start listening about your story. But before we get stuck into that, um, can you just give the listeners a bit of an insight to what you're wearing? It's a bit of a sneak peek for what's upcoming for the label. Yeah, so I'm wearing – this is the, uh, the fleece – Pullover yep. or Apollo, yep. um, yeah, for, for collection two. I thought I'd, uh, you know, treat you, so to speak. <laughs> get, a, get a few, um, yeah, bit of a wear test in before mm-hmm. we uh, commit to it all and, yep. and get a few colours and, and start launching for collection two. Yeah, it's a, sweet, it's a unique jumper. I like Thank the you, feel mate. of it. You're showing me before and it's yep. actually lined inside as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's got a, a like, similar to like a, a satin lining, but it drapes a little bit better on the inside and yep. in the sleeves. Uh, and then the outer shell is made from 100% recycled plastic mm. bottles. Yeah. Is there a rough timeline where they might be? Are you able to say? Oh, I think at this stage, like, I mean, I'd love to say, I mean, I'm obviously going as early as possible. <laughs> um, but yeah, at this stage, I think it'll be around, I'm hoping for like mid-May, yep. um, if not sort of early June. I want to hit before, you know, Melbourne especially gets really, really cold. Yeah. Um, so that's the key, yeah. I think. And also the hat, the Barry script hat. It's one of the best things I've, best hats I've ever I've worn. I, I saw it. I wore it last thank episode. You. It's it's a great hat, mate. So yeah, we might, might like I might send a few through. I reckon get a few, <laughs> you know, it might be a, a little a gift to the guests sort of thing. Oh. We, get, we get that going. You think? Oh, or I reckon few, we could. A few coffee cups. A few listeners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, oh, I mentioned the, co- the coffee cups too, everyone. If you want to listen, uh, if you're listening and while watching, the coffee cups are just they're sick. They're perfect this time. They're clear coffee cups yeah well. yeah the, the double wall insulation yeah. ones yeah perfect for your uh, your ice lattes or yeah you know your whatever your your flavor is <laughs> um so let's wind it all back mate so um just a kid from the country have you always yeah. been this creative into fashion when did this all start mate and how's the upbringing yeah i think i mean it's a it's a big old throwback this one i think um so I sort of like grew up in a in a tiny little town uh, in you know northeast Victoria, yep. um, six hundred people uh, in the town, and you know like a lot of surrounding towns, and um, it was something that you know like I mean fashion probably wasn't super high on the radar um, as <laughs> you can imagine. Um, early days, I think sort of you know like when I got to sort of the start of high school and and thereabouts, I was sort of like really really interested in taking pride in my appearance and sort of like how I presented and it was the, you know, the age old mantra of, you know, look good, feel good, that sort of thing. So probably about like 13, 12, 13 years old, I reckon I was really sort of like, okay, I've got to look good. I've got to, you know, if, if it's girls, if it's, um, if it's whatever it was for, um, but you know, as I've sort of like gotten older and progressed a little bit, it's been more about, you know, wearing great quality product and like sourcing things that aren't damaging the environment as much and like really being conscious of that side of things like a footprint on the on the planet um but also like 
creating stuff. I sort of like, I mean, I don't know whether you would sort of resonate with it as well. And I'm jumping all over the shop here. I'm That's aware right. of that. <laughs> but like when COVID hit, we had, you know, like it got, we sort of overconsumed a little bit. Mm. Like, I mean, I, like I definitely did. I got to a point where I was, you know, you have something, you'd be buying something online every week or every second day. And I sort of lost the, you know, like the, the dopamine hit when you get something yeah. that's exciting. Um, it was like we had nothing else to make us feel good at the yeah, time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And everyone had, you know, you've got a bit of extra cash in your pocket because you're not going out every weekend mm. or you're not sort of, you know, going to events or whatever it might be. So, um, yeah, I sort of – I got to a point where I was like, oh, I'm consuming too much and I wanted to create something. So that's sort of where the idea birthed from for Barry. Mm. Um, but, again, too, like it's it's not as straightforward as that. Like I've got a, <laughs> I've got a graphic design background. Um, I work in a, you know – in a marketing team have worked in marketing teams for years and um you know i've been fortunate enough to work for some pretty big companies in australia as well and uh along with that i owned a, owned a clothing line when i was 18 so oh, wow. um yeah i've been around for a little bit mate i've had a, a little <laughs> a little crack at it yeah it's safe to say that you've always probably had the eye to do something creative whether it was fashion or not yeah definitely i think it's just something that has as i don't know sort of stuck with me a little bit more yeah. like i was more interested in that than i was anything else and um still am today yeah. So what happened with the first uh, attempt, I guess, at a clothing label? I mean, I mean, you talked to me about it yeah. before, but it's quite an interesting story. I mean, what happened there and what was the background with that? Yeah. So, like, I mean, growing up, like, through school, you know, pretty similar to yourself, like, very, very into sport, very, like, you know, super interested in footy um, and have always had a passion for that side of things and wanted to work in sport. Um, sort of, like, finished high school, wrapped up, was playing footy. Uh, first year out of high school, blew out my ACL. Yep. And um, was like, oh, okay, I can't work, can't play footy. What am I going to do? Uh, and I'd always sort of like, I'd always been a creative kid, like played music and and done sort of and things like that. And I was like, oh fuck it, I'll get on YouTube and and start photoshopping and learning how to Photoshop stuff. Uh, and it snowballed from there. So like, I got to a point where I was designing these like graphics for t-shirts. You know, it was very big, sort of like early days what are we talking like 2013 2014 when you know graphic tees were the like thing, nina you know? pasadena yeah right? big yeah. time big heavy inspiration for that um my hometown is still selling those tees same yeah, <laughs> yeah you can still pick them up mate i, I think there are uh, there are a dime a dozen at the minute. um but yeah i sort of was posting things like that and it started to get a little bit of traction and my whole thing like exactly that like nina and pasadena not everybody had the sort of 70 80 bucks to spend on a t-shirt mm. And I was like, oh, I can design these things and create these things and make them affordable for people. Yeah. Um, so I sort of like I was searching on the internet. I was like, all right, cool. How do I do this? Uh, how do I get stuff screen printed? I had were fortunate enough to have a family friend that I did work experience with during yeah. high school. that was wow. a screen printer, so who uh, was a great mate of my dad's, and he he sort of like sorted it all out for me, um, released it, and and from there it sort of just uh, it it was it blew up. Um, you know, you're a country kid at the local newspaper asking me for, <laughs> for, for comments on things. And, um, yeah, it, it's from there, it's sort of like it, it grew and grew and grew. And I got into, like we were talking before, like, you know, your sweatshirts, your hoodies, your beanies, the work. So, um, sort of refining my own style a little bit and mm. yeah, it's, it grew legs from there, but it got to a point where I sort of outgrew it. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel like I was creating stuff that I didn't want to wear. Mm. and uh at the so what year would that have been that was 2017 i decided that that was it yeah um, pulled up stumps and um yeah since then i'd sort of had a bit of a 
it was a bit of hole in the heart and <laughs> uh, I knew I had to do something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, here we are again sort of five or six years later doing doing Barry. Is that roughly when Barry kind of sparked in your head to be an idea once you finished that quest or? Yeah, so I, I like the original clothing line sort of wrapped up around that time and I, I sort of like I just moved to Melbourne at that stage and I was in a position where I was like, oh, I want to go out, you know, like I want to enjoy myself. I was, you know, playing footy, you know, made a new group of friends and um, I was really in a position to, I don't know, I sort of felt like I was missing out a little bit yep. on, on things and I, I wanted to really, you know, experience it. Um, and I did and I really enjoyed it. But at the same time, I sort of felt like, I, I don't know, I, I needed to create something again. Yeah. Very creative person, mate. So yeah. I, you know, I've, I've always got to be doing something. It's a great skill, yeah. Yeah. So with Barry, mm-hmm. I mean, so you talk about how you come to Melbourne, your eyes open up a bit. Yeah. Especially in fashion. Yeah. I mean, how does Barry or how do you try to make Barry or anything you do even stand out from the rest? Because it is a flooded market. Like where the real, realistic thing is that it is a flooded market and there's so many people who 100%. can make clothes but probably can't sell the identity itself. How do you make Barry? How does Barry stand out for the rest and how do you do that? Yeah, I, I think it's it, like great question. Uh, I think there's a, there's a real emphasis for me around like we just spoke about, like you're not – you, you're sort of desensitised to, to buying things. Now you can buy something, it arrives and you go, okay, cool. You know, like I've got it, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but for me, it, it's all about experience. So you're not, you're, not, you're not paying for a product now, you're paying for an experience. Mm. In like, and that's the way I see it. So like from, you know, start to finish, that's from, you know, a person seeing a post on your Instagram to, you know, converting at a website um, and to when it rocks up at their door and it's, you know, it's in a nice box, there's a note in it, you know, like the tissue paper is branded and it smells nice, like yeah. everything like that. So it's it's all about experience for me uh, and creating that experience is what helps sort of separate, you know, like your run-of-the-mill brand um, from from what I'm trying to do with Barry as well. I think, you know, there's the ethical side of things as well is obviously super important to me. Yep. Um, but, yeah, y- your experience is everything. Yeah. Do you, how do you see that landscape changing now? Because it's it's a bit eerie and similar to yep. COVID, and you started a label just as we're probably going into a tough time financially in the world. 100%. I mean, how I mean, how do you make that sustainable as well? Yeah. So I mean, there's a there's a real. I think people are more conscious now. People are really really conscious about where they spend their money and how they spend their money, and are, are a lot more sort of tuned into what a like how a product's made, you know, where the fabrics come from. Want to be long lasting. And yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like things like that. Is it going to be something that you know I can give to my kids one day, or yeah. um, you know, it's like I often find too. Like I still now back home, you go back home and you find old t-shirts that I made in op shops, <laughs> you know, and it's sick. Like yeah. it's such a cool thing to see. So um, there's that, but I think yeah, people are super conscious. I think about what they're purchasing and how they're purchasing things. Um, so you've got to make it you, you like, I mean, it's a business at the end of the day as well. You know, yeah. you've got to, you've got to make it compelling enough that people want to spend that disposable income on oh, a product. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time too, you've got to make sure that that customer knows, you know, the fabric's been ethically sourced. It, it hasn't been made in a sweatshop. Yeah. Um, you know, like the, everything that I'm com- like that comes with the packaging is, is compostable or recyclable, mm. uh, things like that. So that's, I think the, I mean, that's my angle and that's yep. how I'm try- attempting to cut through. Um, but, yeah, there's a there's a lot of layers to it, I think, yeah. for sure. I had um, – I, I think I was talking Tyler, our boy Tyler. Mm. He was saying much the same thing when I went to official vintage that more people are being really 
smarter and not want to put that disposal income into just anything now. 100%. Like as well. So they want a high, nice quality garment, um, which Barry obviously is. I mean, how would you... Because Barry's got a bit of a different look as well. I mean, especially in Melbourne. How would you define the look and the, the style of Barry and the brand? Yeah, it's... I mean, I'm a little bit... It's. I mean, I wouldn't say a direct reflection of me. I think I'm inspired by certain things, and you know, like I've I've drawn them. Like, I mean, Barry, Barry was my dad's name. Yeah. Um, Terrible dresser. (laughs) Had some shockers. Um, But like a classic Aussie bloke. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. he just he just didn't care. You know, like he's uh, he was in his twenties in the seventies, and um, you know, he was it was just not his thing. You know, Mm. Um, but I think like this is a, a like. I don't know. It's a little bit more of a classier take on menswear, Um, elevated menswear, I think, you know, like you've got a a streetwear in itself and, you know, I say streetwear sort of loosely Mm. has evolved a little bit. Um, And I think, you know, guys, you know, there's still a place for a hoodie and a pair of trackies, but, Mm. you know, when you're going out on a Friday or a Saturday night or you're in the office working or like for you, if you're at school or something, like it, it, that's the whole thing is like I want to create things for people that, they can wear to work. Mm. You can also wear to the pub. Yeah, you know, like wow. that's, that's the that's like that's um, it yeah, bridges the gap in a way, and they can transcend. Yeah, definitely. It's sort of it's office attire that's formal enough for the boardroom, mm. but casual enough for the pub. Yeah, um, that's a great one. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, and that appeals, I guess, to probably you know again, I guess my audience are where we're taking things. Um, to most, I guess, blokes at the moment now yeah. as well. I yeah. think like you want to be able to go from. Like obviously feeling good and looking good, that's the classic style that I think Barry has that look. But then going from work in the office and then, you know, you can just go straight to the pub and in your workwear. Yeah. Like we do look for that, um, that ease. Yeah. Well, and you don't, you know, like you're not always blessed with time either, are you? Like you can be in a position where you're like, oh, I'm held up at work or, mm. and you know, you've got mates calling you being like, where are you? Like we're yeah. having dinner here or, you know, your friend's calling you saying, hey, we've got X booking at X time and yeah. um, you can go, wow. Well, you know, I can just roll straight in, and I know yeah. I'm I know I'm dressed for the occasion. So it's, it's sort of <laughs> roll you know, straight in. Yeah. It's a less is more approach, I think, a little bit. Exactly, well. exactly. You talked about how um, you want to make people feel good and confident yeah. in wearing Barry. I mean, um, how important was that for you when you were a young guy and starting to dress well and taking pride in experience? Yeah, in massively. Experience? Yeah, I, I think like. I mean, this is, you know, I'm going right back here too. Like, but I've always, my mother encouraged me to be creative. Both parents, yeah. mum and dad sort of encouraged just me and myself and my brother to be creative. Yeah. Um, and we're fortunate enough in turn, you know, sort of like 25, 28 years down the track to, to be able to make careers out of it. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, like dad probably didn't quite understand it to a degree. <laughs> I don't think, and I mean, I didn't understand it to be fair. Um, I didn't really know what I was doing, but that's the fun of it. Um, but I think, yeah, he was never at a point where he was sort of like, he was never derogatory. He sort of, he just sort of let us do our thing. Yeah. And mum did as well. Um, so that, you know, he, he helped inspire confidence mm. um, in me and, and in my brother and, and those around him as well. Like, I think people, like I told you, like people ask me about the name mm. and I sort of, you know, like what's, why Barry? Like, why have you named this after your dad? And uh, the type of person that he was was somebody who was more than happy to let somebody else, you know, be in the spotlight. Yeah. You know, like he w- he would you know put others up on a pedestal for their own success, knowing that he you know he helped support them in in some way. And I think the best way for me to describe it is like 
he was more than happy to be Robin um, for somebody else to be Batman. Yeah. Uh, and, and this brand, I think, for me now in turn gives him that opportunity to have his Batman mm. moment, um, which is is cool, yeah. I think. And, it, you know, like to inspire confidence realistically exactly. is what um, the whole ethos is around the brand. Exactly. And I think, you know, thinking of the audience and like blokes, who, you know, want to take a bit more pride in the appearance. I mean, I very much relate to that. Mm. And then um, once you go through those things and like you, you actually don't know who you're going to run into and if you feel good when you're wearing something exactly. good and yeah. like it yeah. changes your whole level of self-esteem and confidence yeah. in a way. Like not like long term, it's not the things that's going to help straight. But if you consistently do that, you're like, I, I can maybe go talk to that girl out or I can maybe go for this job interview. And 100%. Yeah, it, it's like such an infectious feeling as well. Absolutely, yeah. In- inspiring confidence is everything I think, mate. Like it's... Uh, at the end of the day, like we all wear clothes, you know, mm. we all have to wear clothes. Yeah. Um, so like if we're, you know, if you're in a position to inspire that confidence in people, like that's, that's more rewarding than anything yeah. for me. Like if I, if I'm in a position where, you know, you've bought a t-shirt for me or you bought a pair of shorts or whatever it is. And you're like, I know when I wear this, I look fucking good. Yeah. You know, that's all I need. You know, that's the, that's the greatest satisfaction. Yeah. And that definitely transcends into Barry and the brand for sure. From what I've Thanks, seen. Man. Thank you. Um, from someone, you know, you've had two clothing labels, pretty successful. I mean, there'll be some people out there who are like probably asking, well, how'd you do it? Like, what are some of the things you look back now that, you know, you would love people to know that you did, you know, starting these two things? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think um, you fuck up a lot. <laughs> you make a lot of mistakes. Uh, and that's, you know, that's the best thing. I think I learned from them. Like having had a, a, a clothing line early days, like, had to learn how to, you know, properly screen print, how to do, you know, like iron-on transfers, like the differences in, you know, like and this, this is, and this is one tiny little facet of, an, of a huge process. Yeah. Um, I think there's a real – there's a financial barrier to it as well. Like you've got oh. to have you, – you have to have money yeah. to do this. And I I'm like can wholeheartedly say that every single thing that I've produced, I have – you know, saved for myself. I haven't been gifted money. I haven't uh, inherited anything, Um, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's not a, it's not a cheap game to be in. I think you have to have that sort of, I don't know. There's a, there's a risk tolerance associated with it as well. Mm, You've got to be able to go, all right, cool. I'm, I'm comfortable sinking five grand into something. Distress tolerance as well. Yeah. 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 I think, I mean, it's the nature of the business that, like I sort of work in as well, like, you know, you know, you're in a marketing team, like it's pretty high stress. Um, you know, you've got deadlines and stuff that you sort of got to, you got to hit. Um, but I think too, like coming back to what you were saying around, like, how did I do it? Um, from where I started to where I am now sort of all relies on that work experience I've had in between. Uh, so I've been, you know, like, like I said, fortunate enough to work for some great businesses, um, that I've sort of learned the ins and outs of, you know, retail e-com, you know, garment production, pattern making, uh, Everything and and you know by no stretch of the imagination am I a professional in in any sense of the term in any of those, but I've leaned on people that are yeah um, and I think that's that's key. Do so you think it's important to seek out help from people who've done it before? Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I I think there's no shame in reaching out to somebody and and asking the question, mm. you know, like how would you go about this? How would you advise that I do this? Or what do you think my best sort of plan of action is to achieve X goal? Um, yeah, I, I think once you get over that, like there's a real, I, it's different now, but when I first started out, everyone was real secretive around, you know, like yeah. suppliers or, you know, oh, I don't want to tell this guy where I get these t-shirts from because they're my t-shirts yeah. or, 
it's not like that anymore. It's an open book and I would encourage that. Like if anybody wants to, like my my DMs are open, yeah. send me a message. I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, it's yeah, it's this awkward, like it's not awkward, but like I like how you said how now it's a lot of changing. Like I found mm. that definitely with the podcast and the people I've met that everyone's happy to help each other out. There's a piece of pie for everyone. Yeah. I mean, um, and I think maybe after COVID stop that mentality and just the rise of creative stuff. I don't know what it is quite, but it's such a sick thing to be part of that community. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, I could not agree more. I think I, we've sort of lacked that human connection a little bit too. Yeah. Like we're in a position where we, you know, like you talk to each other over Zoom, like this now mm. was a far cry, yeah. you know, two and a half years ago. Um, and it's sort of, I think a lot of people had a bit of a reality check. There's a bit of a, mm. you know, people get their lives put into perspective a little bit more and, mm. Um, it was a nice little put off the gas moment, but I think, yeah, it well, definitely, you know, kicked me into gear to, to, you know, be like, I need to do the things that I'm passionate yeah. about and I need to work towards the things that I want to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. 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 Kick things in, accelerated things that people wanted to do a lot quicker. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. There's a, <laughs> I don't know, mate, I, I sort of. I, I'm like, don't get me wrong. I sat around during lockdown as well, <laughs> uh, and you know, played a lot of PlayStation and and watched mm. a, a lot of footy when it was uh, away and stuff, and it was great. But at the yeah. same time, too, I was like, geez, this is. I need to do something. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure. Like, in another note, I'm sure, and I kind of experience this with creative pursuits. There's a lot of stress and doubt, mm-hmm. um, and especially how you said, there's a lot of risk with. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of risk with you. Um, putting all your your like what you said before your own money into this mm-hmm. how do you manage you know that stress and that doubt i mean how do you look after yourself and make sure that this is like have you ever had moments of doubt or boy you pull oh, out or yeah. give up yeah 100 percent. i think like the self-doubt is the killer um for me big time like yeah. i like without fail I, you know i'm a I don't know. As I as I've gotten older, I've gotten better. Like I can cope with it a little bit better now. I think I've mm. sort of I can sit with the self doubt and sort of identify whether it's worth pushing it yep. or whether it's worth going. Nah, I'm going to cut my losses here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's definitely moments, mate. But I, I think the you know like I've got an incredible support network around me. Like I've got you know I've got a fantastic family. I've got a partner who's you know seen me through everything, um, who has been there through it all, and she's yeah. amazing. Uh, and you know, I've got a group of mates down here now that, you know, like, and they're all footballers yeah. and they're, you know, like they're the best people I've ever met. You know, yeah. like I'm, I'm so, so fortunate and so grateful to have that. Uh, and I think in those moments of, you know, self doubt or, you know, whatever it may be going, Jesus is the right call. Mm. I can message one of them or like today, like I had some, you know, saying to you, had some samples arrived. And um, took some photos of them and sent them to one of the boys. And I was like, what do you think? Yeah. And he's just like, oh, I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't really think, I don't really like this. Yeah. And he goes, and it's sort of like, okay, cool. You know, like I, I've got, I've got people I can bounce ideas off. And I think mm. that really helps in that, you know, self-doubt and decision-making process. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's so important to have a strong support network as well. And like having people and not just your close friends, but having people that kind of understand it as well. Cause sometimes it can be quite lonely. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Definitely. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a weird space. It is weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird feeling. Yeah. Like, and you definitely have it. Like you definitely in a spot, you get into spots where it is just you and you have to make a decision. Mm. You can't sort of rely on other people to make that yep. decision for you. And uh, yeah, it's, I mean, you live and you learn, don't you? Yeah. You know, like I, I mate, still make mistakes daily, all exactly. the time. So, um, yeah, I just you just can't be too hard on yourself with things like that. I think and you got to learn from those mistakes. Definitely. I mean, they stay mistakes if you don't learn from them, right? Like, yeah. Um, you know, one of the best quotes is like, 
you know, confidence is merely a relationship with failure. Mm. And like, if you continuously abide yourself by those mistakes, then you are, your confidence going down, you're going to doubt your ideas. Yeah. Like we've all I been there before. Like, and even how you, you know, you speak to yourself yep. as well. I've just, like, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm late to the party there, but I, yeah. I've just finished reading the, uh, the, uh, the book on habits. Oh, Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits, great book, yeah. yeah. James, James Clear. Yeah, yeah James yeah, Clear. Yeah, so I just finished reading it and it was, it was like the relationship that people have with themselves, talking about how the relationship mm. people have with themselves and, you know, if you say that you're stupid, yep. eventually you'll believe it. Exactly. You know, it's like anything, like it's a, you're forcing that habit. Yeah. But if you tell yourself and you've got that relationship with yourself where you're just like, no, I've got this, you know, yep. like, I know what I'm doing, I back myself, I'm confident, mm. it just grows from there. Exactly. Like it works both ways. Yeah, I've definitely found that for sure. Like I guess my own personal growth has been the last six to nine months mm. and it's just been essentially stuff like that. It's mm. like... Like I'm not going to relate myself to my failures or those things anymore and I'm just never been, I guess, like you in a good spot where, you know, whatever happens creatively, it's it's going to get there and undeniable confidence. 100%. Will. And it's yeah. rarely what you think it is too. Yeah. Like it's, it, the end result is rarely what you... Oh, totally. Or you, what you think it looks like. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get to the end. Of, like I look collection one, like release collection one for Barry yeah. and I sort of looked at it and I was just like, mm, this is not what I had in yeah. mind initially, but I love it. Yeah. You know, like I was so happy and so proud of it. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, being able to sort of like you know, be fluid and, and mm. ebb and flow with things um, is a big way of sort of like dealing with that self-doubt yeah. and sort of navigating things as well. What managed, like what managed you to like that? I mean, was it the market itself and what people, like what you thought people actually liked instead of like how hard is it getting rid of the mentality of like, okay, I don't like this as mm. much as I thought, but other people and a lot of people do. Like, is it hard to let go of that bias? Yeah, I think like it comes back to the discussion around it being like it, you know, at the end of the day, it's a business mm. and it, you've got to jump on trends occasionally or you've got to do things that aren't necessarily what you would wear, but they're going to sell. Yeah. Uh, and I try not to. Like I try and lean into things. If I can see a trend forming that I'd like to try or, you know, if it's a – like I mean, I know you spoke to Tyler about the difference between like Northern and Southern Hemisphere and yeah. Australia being, you know, however far behind the rest of the world – um, it's funny because like I, you see these things and you jump on them, but nobody else is there yet. Yeah, and you know it may not I mean? just work, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. You know, it may not fit the Australian climate. It may not suit you know Melbourne specifically mm. in a location. Um, but in the Northern Hemisphere, that's all everybody's wearing. So, yeah. uh, there's a little bit of that, but I try really, really hard to make sure that the things that I create are the things that I want to wear. Uh, so, what trends do you think are going to come into winter here in Australia? It's yeah, it's an interesting one. Like I, I was, where you and I were talking about it earlier, like fashion's incredibly cyclical. Mm. Um, and I think like previous years we've seen a lot of, you know, it's baggy pants and it's oversized hoodies and that sort of thing. Um, I'm seeing more like tailored silhouettes come in. I think we're seeing a lot more sort of, and I'm, I'm not saying, you know, like skinny jeans again, you know, we're not there yet, but I think like, I, you know, tailored pleated trousers, um, polos, that sort of thing for winter, coats, um, and, and things like knitwear, like cardigans and, and knitted yeah. sweaters and stuff, you, you're going to see a lot of that this year. Yeah, yeah especially like layering as well. 100%. Doing it well. Yeah, especially here. You know, <laughs> you got to layer well. Yeah. Um, and going on from that, what are some brands that you like that are coming up in the moment, like apart from Barry, in, in Melbourne or just yeah, around yeah. the space as well that people can look out for and the audience can look out for? Yeah, so I think, like, I mean, 
you know, like I, I've worked, I've worked with Tyler and Stuart Official mm-hmm. Vintage, and I, I like, I love what they've done. Um, you know, they're not necessarily their own brand, but they, yeah. um, you know, like I love what they do, um, and have a lot of time and respect for those guys. Mm-hmm. And I, I better like more recently. I mean, I don't, you've probably seen them like Milk Bar, yeah, in Melbourne. Um, he's doing some great things, and he's really embodying that like brand and and that culture around mm-hmm. it. I think that's really really cool. Um, and then like if we're talking like overseas. Uh, my like all-time favorite brand have invested in them quite quite heavily for the better part of the last sort of four or five years is Cole Buxton yeah in the UK. Um, the, the CB boys do no wrong mm. in my eyes um, yeah and then I think too like there's there's other brands as well like that are then I wouldn't say they're heritage brands but like yeah. Acne Studios or yeah. Amy Paris or uh, MF Pen or Ali that sort of thing is mm. the a little bit on that higher end sort of yeah. menswear side of things, but um, yeah, that's that's definitely a few yeah. of the few of the heavy hitters. I, I love. Uh, I think Addy got SPS a bit to do with Cole Bucks and yeah, UV because yeah. I love running at the moment. UVU club. Yes, you know, this is sick. I mean, yeah. it's hard. It's quite notorious to get onto. It's expensive, but it, mm-hmm. it's just cool. It's sick. Like I just like everything about what they're doing there. They nail branding. Yeah, they branding. They, yeah. They, and they're you know like they epitomise what it means to embody like. The, the things that you create, mm. you know, they wear the shit that they make. Yep. Uh, and I think that's that's why it's been so successful. Yeah. And the cool thing about like their story and like Cole Bucks and UV or, like and those brands you mentioned, they are on those high end. But I remember this myself, like you save all your money and they're, they're really big on this. You say, And Barry be the same. You save all your money for people mm. like working so hard and you get this one piece of garment that lasts so long and it's just like extra special. Yeah. Like so sustainable and, you know, you buy into their story, you buy into their personalities, their branding, and then you buy that piece of clothing. And I think that's what guys like you and those guys want like you to work so hard and get that piece of clothing and give back so much to them, to the buyer and the consumer. hundred percent. So special. It becomes a part of you. I think like you, like you just said, like you buy into the, the individuals like, yeah. and that's, you know, like, you know, the next sort of step for me is that I need to be in a position where I can build my own mm. sort of like personal brand. I say loosely, but um, you know, I want the brand to be associated with me. I want to put it like my face needs to be the name of the brand. Like, and I need to wear it and show people that I wear it. Um, because without that, like there's just no credibility. Yeah. And, and unless you've got that, you know, that solid brand behind you, um, it's just, it's, it just becomes, you know, you get lost in the sea of mm. hoodies and sweatshirts otherwise. Yeah. Do you think that's a hard thing to step out and do? Like, cause you're not at the start wanting to do that really. Like if you invested yeah. properly. I've gotten better at it. Yeah. I think personally, like I'm a little bit. I'm not, I was never super for it initially, but I think as I've gotten older, I've sort of, I don't know, the the, the, the fear of judgment sort of left me a bit um, and I just do things now. Like a big thing for me last year was like posting TikToks. I'd never yeah. posted a TikTok <laughs> before and I was like, I want it to be fashion related, but it was interesting because I wasn't confident enough to post things on my Instagram, mm. but I was confident enough to post them on TikTok because I had that fear of judgment. Yep. Um, you know, like from a, a friend group or whatever it is. And like my friends have seen them since and like, these are sick, mm. you know, like I, and I was like, I, I don't know, you sort of, you, you question why you were worried about it in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, I'm just, you know, I think people that really genuinely care about you, like aren't going to care about what you wear or what you post or, or what you do. Yep. Um, they're just, they're there. To, and as long as they know that you're happy, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I, t- I, I totally agree with that. Like in the, the day, it's, you know, the people that really care don't really actually care. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, exactly. they don't, yeah. they don't it's, really it's care. It's not that deep, is it? Yeah. You know, like it's, 
I think like fashion, especially, you know, like mm. it's incredibly subjective. Incredibly. People uh, like what they like and people don't like what they don't. They get heated about it too. Yeah. <laughs> so people are so opinionated about it, but it's like, it's fun. Yeah. You know, like I want, like for me, fashion's really fun. Like it's a form of self-expression. Expression, yeah. You should be in a position where you can go, I want to wear this coat with these pants and yeah. these boots and go out and feel confident about it and not worry, not have to worry about what, you know, old mate walking up the street thinks of me. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, there's there's that as well. So, yeah, it's, it's tough, like, to definitely sort of, like, get yourself past that. You know, like I've spoken to, you know, like, we were talking about Harrow and we are talking about like guys like, like Josh Danaher who are, you know, both friends of mine uh, and they've gone through the same thing. Mm. You know, like you, you eventually get past the point. Yeah, of caring. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, now, for the listeners out there, I mean, we talked about the past point of caring and like expressing yourself well. I mean, what are some like a few tips you could give some listeners and male audience about how they can emphasize their look of wanting to try something a little bit different? Yeah, I think, I mean, experiment by all means. Like there's not, you know, you're not tied into a certain look or style. I think it's very easy to sort of, you know, fall into what your mate's wearing yeah. and go, oh, you know, like so-and-so's got a pair of skinny jeans and, a, and you know. and you Especially in small towns. Yeah, hey? 100%. Yeah. And you would have you would have seen some shockers as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, I mean, not to say like it's not, it's not just small towns. Like I've seen it here as well. Like you can pick them out from mm. a mile off. You just go like you boys have got – you've either got no confidence to, yeah. to do something different for yourself um, or you, you don't care. Mm. And either or is fine. But I think, yeah, some tips I think would be like experiment, definitely experiment with looks, you know, do some research, have a look at, you know, jump on like I'm a big advocate for YouTube. I yeah. love YouTube. Um, you know, I've found some of the the inspiration sort of stuff I find from like YouTubers like Daniel Simmons and um, – you know, uh, there's a few others like Harry Haas and yeah. um, Tim DeSaint are probably three really good ones that I'd recommend. Um, but I think too, like little things as well, like throw an accessory into an outfit, mm. you know, it doesn't take much to, you know, go out and buy a nice watch. You don't have to spend a fortune either. Yeah. I think, you know, get some rings, you know, like you, like your earrings or a bracelet or yeah. something like that. Like accessories lift an outfit, especially, and you know, like for guys in summer, it's really difficult. Yeah. Wear, you know, it's shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. Footy shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> footy shorts and a singlet. Um, but yeah, you know, throw on a, a couple of rings or mm. a bracelet or a watch or, you know, a chain or, or something, little things, little minimal yeah. things that will help sort of elevate an outfit and, that would definitely be how I would go about it for yeah, sure. That's some they're very good good tips, and also like stuff you like as well. Like it's yeah, totally I important. Think, and you're not going to work out what you like unless you experiment. experiment? With stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you might you might be super into yeah. overcoats, or you might be super into beanies, or in that sort yeah. of thing. And it, you know, like before you know it, you're known. You're you're that guy that oh, he's always got cool beanies. Yeah, you know? like yeah. He's, he's always really that's well dressed. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, I think play around, have fun with it. Do you think there's a thing? I like, hear it. Maybe it's just me. I hear it a lot in guys, like guys in general. Like, does this suit me? Do you think that's an actual thing? Like, with people? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah I, I would agree with you. Um, and it, it's true to a degree, but I th also think too, like, wear what you want because mm. if you're comfortable in it, then that's all that matters. That um, but at the same time, too, like, experimenting with stuff is really good because you get to that point where you go, oh, okay, I'm a, I'm a heavier set fella. You know, I 
heavy as that fella. You know, as an example here, you know, like a skin tight suit yeah. doesn't look awesome on me. Nah, yeah. But an oversized suit might, mm. you know, something a little bit bigger or, you know, like I'm not super tall, you know, like a low rise jean or a oversized massive hoodie mm. isn't going to look great on me because it's just going to make me look shorter. Yep. You know, so play around with proportions and learn about scale um, you know, like wear a high-waisted jean if you're a bit shorter. It'll make your legs look longer, yeah. things like that. So, yes, I think there's definitely that level of does it suit me, but at the end of the day, if you're comfortable and you're confident in what you're wearing, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and I also think Melbourne's a good place to express that. 100%. I think. Have you always found that as well? Yeah, I, I really came into my own when I moved here, mate. I, I think um, I was sort true. of – I felt a little bit creatively stifled living back home and mm. – um, I, I, you know, I still obviously, you know, it's home. I love it. Yeah. Um, and I love the people that I, I sort of met and grew up with. But at the same time as well, like I really sort of found my feet when I got here, I think, yeah. you know, like, and I was like, oh, I can, I can wear this. I feel the same way. You know, too, yeah. like, you, know like, you know what I mean? Like you, you're in a new space and nobody knows you and you sort of get a, it's a little bit of a refresh and you can sort of be like, I can be whoever I want to be, Yeah. you know? And it, it's, yeah, I think that's when I probably started to experiment a lot with fashion yeah. as well and. And sort of push the boundaries a little bit and you know and i've had my fair share of shockers too right? like, <laughs> as in, you know they're not all winners mate like they're uh, that's the thing so um yeah yeah definitely definitely one yeah the old skinny jean converse baggy yeah. tee look was such a thing back in the day don't throw them out though <laughs> don't throw your skinny jeans out don't throw them out nah, mate it's fashion cyclical they'll be back <laughs> they'll definitely be back i can guarantee it um now we're talking about before i mean just if you off the top of your head, like down the track, Barry's blowing up, or just now, who would you love to see wearing Barry? Like oh, three yeah, people, three I people love this anywhere, anywhere. Who would you love to see wearing Barry? Okay, I, I have thought about this. Um, very topical at the minute, but somebody like Michael B. Jordan is a oh, yeah. like he. I mean, he's just cool. Yeah, and know? he's hot. Like, and he's hot. It's, it's okay, yeah. like guys. It's okay to say guys are good looking too. Oh, right? like, yeah. I tell my friends all the time. <laughs> so I'm good. I'd say yeah. yeah, all the randoms time. down the street. And, yeah, yeah, I went out with a group of like I was talking to you on yeah. Saturday night. I walked in there and like, geez, you look good. Yeah, my confidence went from here <laughs> to, to the, here. Yeah. At the end of the night, it was the best. Yeah, yeah but um, Michael B. Jordan's different game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So him and I think too, like I mean, it's easy to say. You know, we're living in Melbourne. It's easy to pick athletes. Yeah. Um, and you know, like. If they're attainable, great. But I'd rather them, you know, buy something and love it and, mm. and put it on and wear it themselves than me reach out and be like, hey, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. But at the same time too, like I, it just feels a bit forced to me. Yep. Um, but somebody, so like Kalen Pong is a big one. Yeah. Like you and I were talking about both KP. Love KP. We both love KP. Yeah. Um, Jackson Irvine, who plays for the Soccer oh, Yeah, he's very stylish. He's uh, an FC St. Pauli in, um, in Germany in the, in the Bundesliga too. Yeah. Um, I'm a big soccer fan as well. Yes. Um, So he's he's effortlessly cool. Oh, so much, so much. He's just he's he's got that swagger about him, and I love that about him. Uh, And then if we're talking like, you know, like big ticket sort of guys, there's a guy that plays for Bayern Munich uh, who has you know he took a day off from training to go to a to Paris Fashion Week and got reprimanded big time for it. Serge Nabry. Oh, yeah, Serge. Yeah, yeah Serge Nabry, yeah. who plays for Bayern Munich. He's Him and Hector Bellerin are the two of like oh, the, the coolest. Hector's cool. Yeah, Hector's yeah. very cool. So yeah. 
they're probably the the main ones there. But soccer players, man. Yeah, yeah. man. Football players. They're yeah. just football players. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They they they're just they're a different breed. I yeah. think like they've got it over you know over AFL players over especially yeah. like NBA players to a degree. But like when you're that tall, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. To wear things that look good on you. And I think Europe has a timestamp on that. Like 100%. they have the hardcore. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I think they're the they're the main ones. I'm definitely you know like I'm not opposed to it if. Uh, there any athletes out there listening? <laughs> yeah, we reach out. Please do. Please reach out after I'll, listening uh, this potty. I'll, I'll sort you out. <laughs> I mean, and like the oh, the timeless man, David Beckham, surely. Oh, too. yeah, oh. we love Bex. He yeah. that, wasn't that the royal wedding last year? He looked so good. Yeah. Like in that three-piece. Yeah, he's, oh, he's I reckon I had that as my wallpaper at one point. <laughs> he, he just does it. I mean, he's had, again, That's effortless. He's had some shockers as yeah, well. Yeah. Like he's had some stinkers. <laughs> um, yeah, the cornrows Beckham was not a vibe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think Bex is a good one, and like those PSG guys as well, like Kylian yeah. Mbappe and and yeah. those. Like, I mean, they're all you know, you know, Nike are paying them a, a mint to wear their stuff, but yeah, uh, those sort of guys would be really cool to get stuff on. Exactly. Yeah. Now um, I'll finish up the potty with this question, mate. Yep. I mean, I'd like to get you inside into this. Where do you see in five years yourself and uh, Barry? Where yeah. do you see yourself in five years? Uh, it's. I really, really had to think about this one. And I think like when you and I caught up for the first time, we're having a wine and we're talking about what our definition of success is. Mm. And the definition of success that you and I both agreed on, I think was like, I'd love to be in a position where I can run and own my own business and it doesn't matter whether I'm there at seven in the morning, smashing stuff out or I roll in at 12 after I've gone out for breakfast or gone out for coffee or caught up with a mate. Um, That's that's where I want to be. Uh, but I'd also love to be in a position where I've got retailers, you know, exclusive retailers for Barry around the world and that's how I travel the world yeah. is by, you know, going and meeting these retailers and, you know, if it's attending fashion weeks, if it's doing things like that, like that's 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 it for me. That That's the goal. That's it. I've no doubt you're going to get there, mate. Thank you, mate. No we'll, see, we'll see. There's a bit, a bit, of, a bit of work to do between and now and then. Don't forget, we'll this is the first podcast you came on as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. well, we've t- we'll tick it off. We'll tick the box. Everyone, uh, thank you, Ryan Griffin, um, founder of Barry, mate. This is an awesome chat. I think a lot of people get a lot out of it. So thank okay. you so much for your thank time. You I'm grateful. Appreciate Thanks, it. Brother. Thank you.